morning. Today's scripture reading is from the book of Jonah, the first chapter, the fourth to the tenth verse. Then the Lord sent a great wind on the sea, and such a violent storm arose that the ship threatened to break up. All of the sailors were afraid, and each cried out to its own God. And they threw the cargo into the sea to line up the ship. But Jonah had gone below decks, where he lay down and fell into a deep sleep. The captain sent to him and said, How can you sleep? Get up and call on your God. Maybe he will take notice of us so that we will not perish. Then the sailors said to each other, Come, let us cast lots to find out who is responsible for this calamity. They cast lots, and the lot fell on Jonah. So they asked him, Tell us who is responsible for making us this trouble for us. What kind of work do you do? Where do you come from? Where is your country? From what people are you? He answered, I am a Hebrew, and I worship the Lord, the God of heaven, who made the sea and the dry land. This terrified them, and they asked, What have you done? They knew he was running away from the Lord, because he already told them so. This is the word of the Lord. We are continuing with our systematic examination of the book of Jonah. As we shared last week, most have some level of familiarity um, with the story of Jonah, but I'm really hoping that we'll take a, an in-depth look, a fresh look uh, at the text. And don't, I won't say just check your mind at the door, but I'll, I'll, I'll suggest that don't go into uh, this study, uh, oh, already have it already uh, prescribed and figured out. I already know the answer. I know, I know how the story ends. Uh, well, yeah, for, for Bible scholars, we know how the story ends, but as with any good story, uh, you read it, it's like watching a movie. You know, you, sometimes you watch it and say, oh, I, didn't never, I never noticed that before. Or you read a story, I, I didn't, I, oh, that's, that's an aspect I didn't really fully appreciate before. So look at it with hopefully fresh eyes and, and, and a fresh look as we uh, take a deep dive into the text. Uh, last time we shared that there's no record in Scripture of another prophet uh, disobeying God's call uh, quite like this. You know, um, God calls, he clearly calls, and essentially Jonah's like, you know what, uh, I hear, and I'm out of here. Uh, other prophets, there's fear, there's trepidation, there's unworthiness, there's, there's all of that. It's like, uh, I'm not the one, you know, you know, I just, you know, uh, get somebody else, you know, I'm not, please, please. But to hear the call, uh, and to just literally, uh, Pack your bags and leave and go in the opposite direction God has called. That is, the, Jonah stands apart from that. And so we saw how the book begins with a clear, very unambiguous uh, declaration. The word of the Lord came to Jonah, some son of Amittai. Go to the great city of Nineveh and preach against it, because its wickedness has come up before me. Again, this covenantal God of the Jews asserts his sovereignty over the whole world. I'm letting you know that, yeah, that, that there's this relationship, Jonah, with Judah and Israel, with the Jews. Uh, I called Father Abraham from a land, told him to go over here. I'm going to make you a father uh, of, of, of many nations, of many people. Uh, I, I, yeah, we have a special relationship. But I, saying it without saying it, I'm letting you know I'm God of everybody. Uh, so their wickedness has risen up before me. And I need to deal with it. So you go 
and deal with it. Okay, that's, that's nice, but can I, can I like telegraph that? Well, they didn't have telegraph. Can I send a courier? Can I send a messenger? Can, I, can, can we send a text message? You know, I, I still contend this, this, we hide behind text messages because it's so easy to do. And so I can imagine if, if, if Jonah had, the, if texts were, advan- uh, were invented back then, uh, he'd be sending texts. Okay, Nineveh, you're gonna, you guys are toast. You're dead. Okay, have a nice life. Uh, LOL. Or, you know, just, you know, just whatever, you know. Uh, uh, <laughs> TTFN, I don't know. <laughs> uh, um, whatever. Uh, it just shows you I don't use those things. <laughs> Um, <laughs> but that's okay, that's fine, that's wonderful, that's, 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 that's awesome, but you want me to go there physically, uh, these people don't like us, we're enemies, they don't like us, we don't like them, uh, but I want you to go to this great city, this great city numerically, this great city physically, this great city militarily, this great city because I'm calling it great. Uh, you would think that Jonah, he's not a newbie. We've, we've already, we've already uh, uh, determined that from last week. He's not a newbie prophet. He's already uh, responded to a previous request to preach, and he did it successfully. But this time, he's not. You would think that, you know, given an opportunity to preach, preacher would say, <laughs> all right, I'm, I'm down for that. I, I, I want to preach and deliver God's message to the lost. But instead, uh, the third verse reads, but Jonah ran away from the Lord and headed for Tarshish. He went down to Joppa, where he found a ship bound for that port. Uh, after, after paying the fare, he went aboard and sailed for Tarshish to flee from the Lord. Going to Tarshish, you know, again, without going into the geography lesson, instead of going north and east, he goes south and west. Where's Tarshish? It's someplace other than Nineveh. It's, 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 if it's a stand-in for the sea, if it's stand-in for southwest Spain, uh, it's just like, I want to get away from wherever God is. And where God is, in my mind, is tied to the land. It's tied to the promise. It's tied to, uh, and we'll talk about it more in a bit, but the, the, the link between the land and the relationship with God, uh, it's, it's, it's all wrapped up together, the land and the promise. Uh, so he's leaving as best he can. Um, maybe he's of the mind that if I can get away from this place geographically, then I'll be away from him spiritually. Yeah. Now, now we can, we can, I'm telling you, as, I, yeah, as someone said at a recent Bible study I attended uh, this past week, Antelope uh, uh, Roseville Bible study, uh, someone just said, you know what, I'm Jonah. It's like, well, get in line, so am I. And it's like, well, maybe not today, but uh, they're, they're, I've been Jonah not too long ago. You know, those, those points in time where you think that, well, I, I will do this or I will do that, and somehow that will turn off the communication or the relation or the spiritual bond between God and I, so I can go ahead and do the things I want to do. 
is like, how silly is that? It's like God is everywhere at the same time. He's, he's, he's omnipresent. He's, he's omnipotent. He's, he's God. I know that. I, I know that. But, but when you're in the, when you want to do what you want to do, you don't think rationally. You don't, you don't think rationally. You just, you just, you just think. And it's just like, you know, I, you just think. And what I think is right now that if I do this, then this, then this, and God, you know, it's like God won't quite see. And if he does see, it's, it's kind of like he's seeing it through a fog. It's not like real clear. You know, it's like here, here in church and all, you know, God is really, he's, he's, he's spot on here. You know, he's seeing everything. Praise is going up. People are loving on one another. Coffee's even tasting good. So, you know, all of this stuff is, you know, it's, it's, it's it, boy, we're, we're in the presence of God. Well, you know what? When you go on Monday morning and you're wiping the, 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 the eye crust from your eyes uh, and, and uh, you know, you have a supervisor that's barking at you for no reason uh, and it doesn't seem fair, God's there. God, God's presence is there. He is, he's observing and he's looking. So don't, don't be caught up, as Jonah seems to have been, caught up in the, in the geography that I can get away. And I can get away uh, uh, from God by going down to Joppa, catching a boat to Tarshish, getting away from this land of covenant, of relationship, uh, you know, my prayer closet, if you will. You know, if, if there's a place for you for that, that's wonderful. I, and I'm not, and I don't in it at all, I'm not trying to uh, denigrate that at all. There are certain places that are, that are really good places to focus the mind and to get into a position of prayer and, and separation from all the noise of life. But uh, what happens when you can't get to that prayer closet? You know, does, does, does your prayer, you know, well, I guess I'm, I'm pretty much toast until I can get back to my prayer closet. It's like, no, we, we need to develop, we need to recognize and develop that relationship with God that wherever I'm at, whatever the circumstances, whatever's coming at me, I'm in relationship with him. So today we begin at uh, verse 4, and we see in then the Lord sent a great wind on the sea, and such a violent storm arose that the ship threatened to, to break up. Here we go, this conjunction. Some, some translations uh, start off this verse with but, then. But the Lord sent a great wind on the sea. Such a violent storm arose that the ship threatened to break up. See, Jonah, after paying the fare, he went aboard and sailed for Tarshish to flee from the Lord then. Jonah did what he was going to do, but I'm Jonah. There's a lot of things that uh, we, we will mark, plan this, he's doing this, he's doing that, but God. Then God. See, this is, this is a, a perfect example, uh, a perfect example of a religious life lived absent a connection with God. This is, this, let's not just throw Jonah under the bus and just, it, he's a very religious person. He's a prophet. I don't know how many of you have gotten a call from God. I mean, truth be told, all of you have. But uh, let's just pretend that uh, you, don't, you don't recognize that. But uh, uh, you get a call from God. Who's, is this God? Yeah. 
I want you to preach. This is God? Yeah. Like covenantal creator God, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I need you to, wait, 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 wait. Hey, honey, you wouldn't believe who's on the phone here. I got it's like God's here. He's in conversation with God. This is like no yokel, like some old, some, some, some Joe or just, you know, just anybody. It's like, no, this is Jonah. He's in communion with God. He gets the call. Very religious person. Very devout person, as far as we can tell. And it didn't take him but a half a nanosecond to say, got the call, hang up. I'm going the other way. That's a life of a religious person not deeply connected with God. I've been Jonah. I, I know you guys have never been Jonah. I, I, I have been Jonah. Do the religious stuff. Do all the religious stuff. Do all the religious stuff. You know, just kick a few bucks in, make, teach a Sunday school class, do this, do that, do that. And, and truth be told, uh, it was rote, it was mechanical, and there wasn't a whole lot of love attached to it. It was just, just I was just doing stuff. I was just doing stuff. I was just, you're supposed to do on a Sunday. You know, on a Wednesday night or a Friday night. You're supposed to do that. But, but, but seemingly that's what Jonah was doing. Just, just doing stuff. So when the time came to do something uncomfortable that he personally detested, didn't want to do, I'm not down for that. So much so that my feeling will trump the relationship that I thought we had with, 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 with God. So God is like, oh, okay, okay, well, if you don't want to do it, I'll get someone else. It's like, fat chance of that happening. It's like, then the Lord sent. And the word for sent, uh, it's kind of like, uh, it's, uh, you think of the, the hardest throwing fa- uh, baseball player you can think of, pitcher. And the word is like that. It's like, uh, uh, it's maybe Michael Vick in his prime when he was tossing a football. <laughs> you know, he throws the ball hard. And that's the word that's being used. He hurled. He threw like, a, like, a, like an athlete throwing a javelin. This wasn't like, no, 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 God, he, <laughs> uh, yeah, don't want to uh, uh, attribute uh, human attributes to God uh, too much, but to the point where he got a nice wind-up on this, and he's like, I'm going to show you a win like you have never seen a win before. And he sent, he hurled a win. He hurled a win at the boat. Three things. God hurls a ferocious wind. That, that second, it causes a storm. And the third, that storm threatened to destroy the ship and kill everyone on board. See? Understand what God does and how he does it as well as what he doesn't do. God could have easily destroyed the ship and sent everyone to the sea, and he could have caused the wind to blow. He could have caused the wind to blow the ship back to Joppa. He could have, he could have done anything he chose to do. I, I, I'm going to destroy the ship. Everybody's going to be in the water. I'm going to send the great fish to pick up Jonah, and uh, that'll be that. 
uh, no, I'm going to just throw, uh, throw a gentle wind. I'm going to push the ship back to Joppa, and then he'll get off the boat, and then he'll march back to, to Nineveh. Why does, God, why does God do what he just did? I don't know. Because he's God. See, A lot of times we, 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 we need to recognize precisely what is being presented here in, ter- in the context of the, of the story that's going to be laid out. So God does all of this, and you're going to see all the interaction between Jonah, the sailors, the captain, back to Jonah. It, it, it's like, well, I, I understand that, Pastor Meeks. Why are you saying that? Well, a lot of what we go through in life, instead of seeing God in that, we just think that they're just random acts, just, just random things that happen in our life not fully recognizing that God is trying to get our attention. He's trying to teach us something. He's trying to teach the sailors something. He's trying to teach the captain something. He's trying to teach us something thousands of years later as we read the story. See? So, 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 so as, we, as we plow through this, look at the, look at the interaction that's, that's going to be going on. But, but, but just for now, let's just suffice it to say, God creates a violent storm. And why? Because he's God, and that's what and the how God achieves his purpose uh, are wrapped all together. And so we see that unfold in the next verse. All the sailors were afraid, and each cried out to his own God, and they threw cargo into the sea to lighten the ship. See, the response of the sailors is totally believable. It's totally understandable. Totally understandable. The sailors were afraid. I'd be afraid. This reminds again. This is, reminds me of this. Uh, I, I've shared before. I share again at the expense of my wife. Yes, uh, we were we were we were traveling. We're flying to Louisiana on one of those little bitty planes. You know, you land in Dallas, and from Dallas to Baton Rouge, you get on these little bitty planes, about forty passengers or something. They bounce, they bounce, they bounce, and so it was clear, but it was clear air turbulence. And so my wife, uh, you know, we we hit an air pocket, and the lady across the aisle from her. Uh, she screamed like she was going to die because uh, she probably thought she was going to die. And she just yelled, ah! And my wife thought that was so funny. <laughs> she just looked at her and started laughing. <laughs> just like, look at her. <laughs> Kid you not, not 10 seconds later, we hit another air pocket, like 10 times worse than that one. She did the, grabbed the seat in front of her and started screaming. It's like, ah! And I'm looking at her like, uh, and the guy in front of her is like, will you get your hand off my seat, please? <laughs> See, that's understandable. It, it's, it's, I'm afraid. I don't have a relationship with anybody. So they're crying out to their own small G God. Not to, not, you know, again, it's like they believe whatever God that they had, whatever, whatever you know, knowledge, skills, and abilities they had, it's like I'm going to, okay, if, 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 if uh, playing a song, a certain song at a certain time uh, uh, puts you at ease, now's the time to do it. If, 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 if uh, 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 you know, uh, 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 chanting something or reciting scripture or, or whatever, if that's going to make you feel better, now's the time to do it. All of the f- sailors were afraid. Each cried out to their own God, and they started throwing stuff into the sea. Why would they do that? Because it's kind of lighten the load. The ship is heavy. And so it's like, you know, you want to be the cork along the top of the water. You don't want to be laden down. You don't want to be burdened down with a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, uh, you want, to, you want to be the, the, the cork, the, the, the little uh, piece of uh, material that's bouncing along the top of the water that has a halfway def- decent chance 
uh, of understanding. What are you saying? Why are you, why are you str uh, uh, stressing this point? We need to cut unbelievers uh, a lot of slack. What are you saying? I'm saying what I'm saying. We need to cut unbelievers a lot of slack. Unbelievers are unbelievers. They don't know. And as again, as they say in that movie, if you don't know, you don't know. Well, why do they do that? Because they don't know. Well, why do you behave that way? Because I'm a sinner. Well, why do you, why, 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 why? Because I don't have a relationship with God. That's why I do what I do. Oh, that's, that's, well, please cut me a break. I mean, if, if we would, if we would just, uh, as God said, deal with the big two by four in your own eye before you go plucking out splinters in, 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 others, in others' eyes. So if we just, if we had just a half a bit of patience, a half a bit of understanding with the person that, you know, couldn't spell God if you gave him the three letters and scrambled him. And it's just like, I don't have a relationship with him. I don't know. So when we go out into the communities and, 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 and share the love of Christ, and it's like, you know, God, what? Look, you know what? My smud's getting ready to get cut off. I, I just, later. Later. It's like, no, no, but no, no. Look. But those of us that have a relationship, we, we are well positioned. And you've heard me say it again. I said, and, and instead of pursuing, trying to get out of things, the question we ought to be asking is, God, why am I here? Why do you, you know, not things that we've caused necessarily, but, but God, I find myself here, right here. You know I don't like this situation, be it relationship, be it, be it the job, be it the community, be it whatever. You don't, you don't, you know I don't, I'd rather be somewhere else or doing something, but why do you have me here? And while I'm here, let me do the things that you've called me to do. Instead of just trying to hightail it out of, I want to get out of here as fast as I can. See? Now, now that's what non-believers would want to do. And I don't blame them, because they're non-believers. But we're believers. We're believers. We're, it's just like, so, 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 you know, it's, again, I just don't want to just, just draw too many parallels, but, but, Daniel knew the score. He knew the score. If you didn't do certain things, if you didn't behave a certain way, here are the consequences. You're going to have to sleep with the kitties, lions, and it won't go well for you. Okay. He didn't say, no, don't throw me in. No, 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 please, please, give me a do-over. He's like, hey, I know the drill. I'm called to be more, to do more. And we're, we're not like everybody else. We're not. We're not like everybody. We're, everybody else is preparing to see the 49ers lose to the Eagles. That's, 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 what, that's what everybody else is. I mean, that's, that's the mindset. It's, 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 I'm, I'm just talking about what I'm talking about. <laughs> they are bad. Aren't they bad? They're just awful. I just, they are awful. I just... That's why the Bible lets us know. I didn't write this. The Bible, the Bible lets us know that those of us who know to do right, but don't do right, those of us who know to do right, but don't do right, will be dealt with more harshly than those that don't know. That's the word. That's the word. 
That's the word. I mean, I didn't make this up. This is, this is his word. So that's why, <laughs> that's why even the admonition that Paul gives to the Corinthians, it's like, you know, when you, when, you, when you take in the Lord's Supper, you better think about this. Because what that does is like, I'm associating with him. I'm saying I'm down with him. But then when I say I'm down with him and, I, and, I, and it's a pretense, it's a, it's a fraud, it's a whatever it is, it's just like, no, no, you're not down with me. That's why so many are sickly and some of you guys are actually dead. <laughs> some of you are dead because you've, you've played fast and loose with this. Hey, he's like, no, 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 I, I'm down with him. I know, I'm, 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 I'm so, okay, so in contrast to the panic behavior of the sailors, what does this religious guy do? I mean, he ought to be on his knee. Oh, well, wait a minute. He goes below the deck, and he lays down, and he falls into a deep sleep. Hmm. <laughs> okay. Uh, Jonah's made his decision to flee, and at least for the moment, he's good with it. <laughs> no need wait. <laughs> no need of everybody staying up. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> brother's got to sleep. So you know, I, I, I assume that the storm didn't just start up. He just says, so it's like, okay, I'm just, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm heading to Tarshish. I'm going about myself. I'm, I'm going to do what I'm going to do. Let me get down here and get a sleep. See, and this is the kind of sleep, and again, the word, the, 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 the translation for deep sleep, it's that kind of sleep, that deep REM. You know, you know what I'm talking about. You know, it's like when you wake up and you're washing the corner of your mouth. <laughs> it's that kind of sleep. It, it's that kind of sleep. It is, it's good sleep. He's in a deep sleep. What are you saying? And what I'm saying is he ain't thinking about nothing other than the decision he's already made, and it's like, check the box, I'm done. Time to move on. No need fretting over this. I'm not just like, well, did I do the right thing? I don't know. Maybe I didn't think about this. Ah. <laughs> no, uh, I, I'm going to sleep. Uh, what is that? What are you saying? What I'm saying is sin. Sin, S-I-N, at its core, it's an insensitivity to the truth. I've said it before, I say it again. The opposite of love is not hate. The opposite of love is indifference. The opposite of love is indifference. When, when you, for those of you who have been in relationships and it's, it's, it's ended poorly, you know that's the case. You know it's the Because as long as there's, there's anger or whatever, you know, you got a half a chance. You, know, you, got, you got emotion vested. But when you get to the point of like, you know, I don't care. Do what you want to do. <laughs> Just, you, the relationship's dead. Let me, let me. <laughs> it's dead, okay? It's dead. So, 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 so sin at its core, it's an insensitivity to the truth, to God. I don't care what God wants. I don't care. Well, don't you, don't you want to do it? I don't care. Jonah is at the point. I don't care. I don't care. I'm going to sleep. I'm, I don't care. Well, don't, don't, aren't you wrestling? Isn't this like bothering you? Yeah, it's bothering me because you're talking to me and I'm on this pillow or whatever, this, this, this balled up rope that's a pillow, and I'm, I'm trying to get good sleep and you're messing with me. I don't care. I'm going away and I'm going to sleep. Deep, restful sleep. But I thank God that God loves me. He loves Jonah. He loves me. And he loves us enough I'm not going to let you just sleep your life away. You ain't going to pull a Rip Van Winkle on my plan. Uh, it's like my plan's going to be executed, so the storm continues to rage, and the captain of this uh, doomed uh, ship uh, finds Jonah. And he goes to him and says, how can you sleep? 
get up, call on your God, maybe he will take notice of us so that we will not perish. Isn't it ironic? Well, I mean, actually, you may not be able to glean that from the English translation, but I'll, I'll share with you the irony, that the words, get up, are the same verbs that God used to Jonah when he told him, get up and go to Nineveh. So now it's like, whoa, wait, wait a minute, what's going on? Get up. I just left that. What do you mean get up? Oh, you ain't God. You're the captain. What do you mean get up? See, God, God, God's got his sense of humor. And, and he will send his agents to remind you, didn't I tell you? Didn't I say, I mean, I will, I, I, I know you guys think I'm strange, stranger than most, I guess, but, but, but there have been times in my life where God's Holy Spirit will speak to my heart and just bring things that I had prayed for back to my recollection, and it's like, didn't you ask for? It's like, I mean, I don't even talk to myself, Mark. Didn't you ask for? No, no, no. It's the Spirit of God talking. is like, you asked for this. Now look at God move. So now God, Jonah is getting, uh, 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 hearing the echo, uh, the verbal echo of what God told him from the beginning. I told you, get up and go to Nineveh. Now the captain is saying, get up and call on your God. Well, you know, I mean, maybe that's not such a good idea right now uh, because, you know, we're, we're not talking too well right now. There's no record of what Jonah did or didn't do, but I can't imagine he was neutral. And despite his disobedience, I can envision him. I really can envision him whispering a prayer. Oh, man, this is not looking good. Okay, God, well, you know the deal. <laughs> you know the deal. <laughs> you know I'm running. Uh, oh, well, your will be done. I don't know. I don't know what to say. So the situation doesn't improve. And then we go on to verse 7. So there, there's maybe a, a, a time gap between what the captain said and now what the sailors are saying. And then the sailors say to each other, okay, come on, let's, 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 let's draw straws, let's roll the dice, let's, let's do whatever we do. We need to find out who's responsible for this mess because we're sailors. We've been in storms before, but this ain't like anything, other, anything we've ever seen before. This is highly unusual. Let's cast lots to find out who is responsible for this calamity. So they cast lots, you know, maybe, maybe it was dice or rocks or, or spin the bottle or whatever they used. But whatever they did, uh, surprise, <laughs> Jonah. Uh, the winner is Jonah. Uh, <laughs> How many times have you been in a situation or, or it's amazing God will put us in situations, in, in, in relationships with people that we want to, we just want to do our own thing, or we want to be undercover Christians, or whatever. And God is like, you know what, I'm going to put you in a situation where you will have to respond to me. You're going to have to self-identify who you are. Huh. You've never been in those situations? Well, then you need to stir the pot, because you're asleep at the bottom of the boat. You need to be, you, the God will put you in situations where it's like, I don't want to, you know, I'm not talking about draping the gold cross and the Thompson chain reference, and I, I'm just talking about you just minding your own business. Or like I was at a hospital one time, uh, and the guy just, I didn't know him from Adam, didn't know, he didn't know me, I didn't know you. <laughs> he said, uh, and this was a long time ago, uh, about your age. 
you're a preacher, aren't you? It's like, boy, you got your wires crossed. It's like, no, 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 I'm not. Okay. And as he stepped off the elevator, he turns around and he said, don't deny your calling. It's like, how dare you? You don't even know me. <laughs> and you, you're going you're gonna, to you're gonna come at me like that. You don't know me. I don't know you. And you're go- God will put you in situations to call you out to where he wants you to be. Why does he do that? Because he loves you. Can't I just be left alone? Can't I just do my, you know, I just want to have a good life for 70 years. Can't I just have, you know, I want to be in a right relationship. I do want to have a car that doesn't, that isn't on, uh, on blocks. I want to, I want to, I want to be able to, to go on a vacation every now and then. I want, is that, is that asking too much? Is that, seriously, is that, is that asking too much? Well, at what point in your list of things that you want, did you say, God, your will be done? That, that Nineveh, might be a part of the agenda, or might be the whole agenda. I, I encourage people, keep reading Hebrews. I mean, it's like, you know, we, we you know, the, 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 the idea of the chicken in every pot and, and, and success, as we like to define success, didn't work so well for the folks in Hebrews. But by faith, by faith, by faith, by faith, by faith, by faith. So, Jonah is busted, flat out busted, and the sailors are now on him. (laughs) So they asked him, tell us, who is responsible for making all this trouble with us? What kind of work do you do? Where do you come from? What is your country? From what people are you? Who's your set? You know, it's like uh, five rapid-fire sequential questions, and it's designed to determine what is going on, to which Jonah replies, I am a Hebrew, and I worship the Lord, the God of heaven, who made the sea and the dry land. Well, he didn't quite answer all my questions, but he answered all their questions, because what they were asking, they're, they're, they're looking for some, some meaning to the mess that's going on. What, what, what are you saying? I have heard, I mean, all you have to do is listen to the news, and I, I, I can't begin to, to number, the number of times I've heard even commentators, reporters say, well, it just seems like the world is just, just, just falling apart. It's like, and this is a surprise? This is a surprise. Well, you've got, you've got uh, nations shooting down uh, innocent planes. You've got viruses on the loose. You've got uh, na- uh, people beheading people. You've got this. You've got that. You've got uh, you've got all of this. Oh, it's, it's what's going on? And your answer is, which you know, what's our answer? Yeah, it is pretty bad, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it looks pretty bleak. Yeah, yeah. Man, these are, these are some tough times, aren't they? Is that the best we can do? Seriously, is that the best we can do? I mean, you, I, 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 I can't imagine that you've had these water, water cooler conversations at your work. It's really bad going on right now. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah, it's bad. Man, the economy's really bad. Yeah, it's really bad. Yeah, it's really bad. Well, thank you very much. Uh, <laughs> check, please. I got to go. You know? <laughs> that we've got hope. Well, Pastor Meeks, I'm not feeling the hope. Don't put your hope in me. Don't put your hope in you. 
Don't put your hope in your circumstances. The hope is in him. In him. So, so Jonah answers, I'm a Hebrew, and that's how he kind of self-identifies. It's like, I'm not telling you I'm from Israel. I just, I'm, I'm telling you, see, because as I identify as a Hebrew, that lets you know that there's this, 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 this theocracy, if you will, this, this nation relationship with a God that speaks things into existence. This is who I am. See, so, so who I am is what I believe. It's like us. It, it's not even a good parallel, but it's the best I can do. It's, it's, it's like us saying, I'm an American, and I believe in, the li- in, in life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. If someone were to ask you to identify yourself that way. I'm, I'm visiting Australia. Who are you? I'm an American, and I believe in life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Jonah says, I am a Hebrew, and I worship the Lord, the God of heaven who made the sea and the dry land. So what's the response? You might think that the sailors would be at ease, right? Oh, man. All right. Boy, that, 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 that took a load off of me. I'm, I'm, glad, I'm, glad, uh, <laughs> I'm glad that's over. He said, no, they were terrified. What have you done? <laughs> well, what have you done? What, what have, they knew he was running away from the Lord. Why? Because he'd already told them so. You identified yourself as a Christian. Jonah identified himself as a God-fearer, as a prophet. I'm running away. And the God I serve, he's like the God of all gods. He's, he's, he's the God, man. He, I can't say he's the man. He's the God, okay? He's the God. Uh, he's the real deal. And all this hell is happening around us. What did you do? What did you do? What are you, what are you, what are you saying? Oh, gosh, I wish I had a whole lot of time. I mean, essentially, what they were saying is, like, <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't so much, what did you do, like, uh, fill me in with a blank. It's like, it's like, you, uh, like a parent says to a kid after they've broken uh, something. It's like, I know you broke it. What did you do? They're essentially saying, you big dummy? How could you do this? How could you, how could you endanger us with your stupidity, with your arrogance, with... You said that this is the God of heaven and earth. Sea, dry land, he's the man. He's the God. And, 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 and you're running away from him? No wonder we're in such a mess. What are you saying? Well, it was stupid. It was suicidal. Uh, but it begs us asking, as I'm closing, asking us the same question, um, what are we doing? See, here we go. Here's, here's, here's the takeaway. Last time I checked, The word hasn't changed. Jesus still describes us as salt and light. Salt and light. Those aren't just things that he just threw out because he couldn't think of anything else. They mean some words, mean something. You are salt and you are light. What does that mean? I dare you. Try this at home. Go into a dark room. Go into a dark room where it's pitch dark. And take a flashlight with you off. And when you're in there, turn it on. Let me ask you a question. What will win? What will win? Every time. Every time. Well, no, sometimes dark wins. <laughs> you need new batteries. <laughs> you need new batteries. Go into a dark room. Light wins every time. Every time. 
well, you don't, well, see, you don't know dark. See, because where I'm at, it's really dark. Uh, how's your battery? What you plugged into? Oh, uh, well, my match is burned out. See, see, that's the thing. See, you, it's your match, your pitiful little match. Like I said, I, 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 my pitiful little match will last not even 30 seconds, doctor. Not even 30 seconds. Then it burns my finger, and then I have to shake it off, and I throw it away and make sure I don't burn down the rest of the house with a warm match or something. But if I have a light source that doesn't burn out, that's constantly powering the situation, whatever situation I find myself in, light wins every time. Well, what about the salt? Same thing. Say, now, my wife and I, we go back and forth, and, uh, uh, you know, because she doesn't like salty food. I don't like salty food, but I do like salt. So can you put a little bit of salt in there? <laughs> I just love her because she'll ask the question, it's like, uh, is it salty enough for you? I was like, did you put any salt in it? No, but I think it's, it, it tastes okay. <laughs> Chances are it won't be salty enough. Uh, same thing. When salt comes in contact with whatever it comes in contact with, with the eggs, the veggies, the, the meat, it changes the taste. It changes things. That's what we are. If we don't change things, but we are the ones that are being changed by things, we need to, we need to, am I at the bottom of the ship, or what's the deal? See, see, Jonah is in a situation, all hell is breaking loose. And they're, and they're, and they are rightly asking, what in the world, who are you, you idiot, you dummy, you, you are going to kill us all. Because of your bad behavior, what are you saying? I'm saying a lot of the, that prophet Michael Jackson again, it's a lot of times it's that man or that woman in the mirror, it's not the other person. Well, if, if, if it's that person, if that person would just be nice, then I'll be nice. Oh, really? Well, if I could just get this, then that, then this, oh, really? Oh, really? No, no. I remember, and I'm done, I promise I'm done, that childhood song, uh, I'm thinking back to Jonah where he said, get up and preach. You know, that's that song, rise, shine, give God the glory, glory. I know, I'll never make the praise team. Uh, but it goes something like, rise, shine, give God the glory, glory, rise, shine, give God the glory, glory, soldiers of the cross. The next refrain, do you think I'll make a soldier? Do you think I'll make a soldier? I don't even know why I'm asking someone else. It's like, I ought to know. But that's, what, that's how we learned it. Rise. Shine. Give God the glory. The decisions, and I promise I'm done. Our actions or inactions. As believers, I'm talking to believers now. Our actions and our inactions have consequences to those around us. Our actions, and in, you don't live in a bubble. You don't live on a deserted island. People are in contact with you. And how you respond, how you respond to life's circumstances has everything to do with the relationship we profess that we have, that we say we have with the God 
of the dry land and the sea. Let's pray.